welcome to the Fully Free Podcast with your host, Taylor Lee. This is the podcast to get real about what it takes to become the wealthiest and happiest version of you. After creating my first seven-figure year, 12 months after having my first baby, I am on a mission to show as many women as possible how they can create tons of money in their online business with the most ease and joy possible. I'm here to inspire you and guide you with weekly episodes on money, marketing, life, and all things online business. All right, let's dive in to this week's episode. Welcome back to the Fully Free Podcast. I'm so excited to bring on Stephanie Booth. Her and I have worked together before, and she's just so incredible at all things, I would say, mindset, limiting beliefs, having breakthroughs, as we're going to talk about today. So hi, Stephanie. I'm so excited to have you on today. Hey, I'm so excited to be here. So the most basic question ever. (laughs) Tell people who you are and what you do. Yeah. So I, hi, I'm Stephanie. (laughs) I used to teach elementary school about 10 years ago and left my teaching job to help my husband start a business. And it was in that process that no matter what I did, I would see that I could, I could burn myself out and get the success I wanted, but it came at a high price. And the high price was my mental and emotional well-being. And there came a breaking point for me during our um, the growing of our first business where I realized that I had to have both. I wanted both and I had to have both. I wanted the financial success and I wanted to feel good the whole time. I didn't want it to be a trade-off anymore. And that came at a rock bottom season of my life, but it doesn't have to. Um, That's just what my story looked like. So there was a start to a year, uh, four or five years ago now, where I was was starting the year grieving. I was, um, I had gone through a lot of loss in about a month of time. And that was kind of my, my start to my own personal growth journey. And it was shortly after I started my own personal growth journey that I realized this is something I had been passionate about in college. And I love all things mindset. And I started pursuing um, my NLP certifications and just fell more and more in love with the practice of coaching, being an excellent coach and being my own client first. And I started seeing that work didn't have to feel heavy. I could, I could create a business I loved. I could love every day of the work that I did. And I could love my life in the process and get the results I wanted, which was a stark contrast from the daily panic attacks I was having in my previous business. So I started building my coaching practice and loved it and, you know, learning along the way. But as I pursued my personal growth journey, I noticed that I kind of had this idea that um, things were one and done. So I would 
have a breakthrough moment, this like big realization. And then if it came back, I would get, I would feel kind of disappointed. And I realized that as you keep growing, you get to peel back layer after layer of limiting beliefs, um, emotional blocks, unforgiveness, or holding on to things from the past. All these things that I just thought, well, I dealt with it. It's done. Why is this coming back? And then I realized this is my journey. As I grow my practice, me being the embodiment of everything I teach, everything I coach, every way in which I mentor, that's the work ahead of me. And I fell head over heels in love with the world of coaching and helping my clients transform. And one of the biggest things I learned about myself is I have a really strong ability to recognize patterns in human behavior, both negative and positive, so that we can create lasting change. And the thing that really stuck out to me is there was a pattern to every major breakthrough that I ever had in my business. And I started replicating that with my clients, leading them through recognizing limited beliefs and creating a personal and business breakthrough. And usually they go hand in hand. You have a a personal breakthrough that might involve you accepting yourself more deeply or stepping more into a sense of confidence, but then the money always follows that. It's, It's drawn to it. So then people would have, and myself included, a spike in their income. And I started noticing this is something you can create anytime you want. And that's when I created my unique uh, process that I call the breakthrough method. I got so excited when you said, and this is a process you can create anytime you want. I'm like, okay, how do we have a breakthrough right now? (laughs) Exactly right. (laughs) Because I also love that you went into the fact of like, that whole, like you thought it would be one and done and it keeps, and and the whole, um, example of like the layers of the onion, it's like, you think you're through it and then you're not. And I find with clients and let's be honest myself, I've been there many times, like what the heck I've, I've been, especially the stuff of like childhood stuff. And it's like, I've worked through this so many times it can be frustrating. So, um, Gosh, I guess with that, like, let's just start with that question. I know it's a big question, so we'll work through it, but we can have a breakthrough whenever we want. That's what you're saying. Yeah. Well, I mean, why not? I think a breakthrough requires some level of awareness. So when you think about creating a breakthrough, maybe you want a financial breakthrough in your business. Mm -hmm. You want to start creating five-figure months and six-figure months. You have to at least accept the fact that your thoughts become the things and events of your life. Okay, so these are the things that you need to bring to the table in order to have a breakthrough. Then you need to at least have an idea that something's off. It can really be as basic as that. So if you have an idea that something's not working for me, maybe you feel burned out. Maybe you feel like you know, I work so hard and I'm a little scared of being successful in the way that I desire, which maybe that means having a relaxed schedule. Maybe it's making a certain amount of money, having a certain amount of recognition or clients. You know what it means for you. 
whatever that unique approach or definition of success is for you, maybe you feel like getting that is a trade-off of some kind. Like you get recognized, but then the people closest to you don't feel put out. Um, if you have money, then you don't have, then people don't love you. Um, maybe people are the people you care about most start to become jealous of you or think that you can't relate to them. Um, think through what it is that feels stuck. Maybe it's not trade-offs. Maybe it's just this belief that, um, money doesn't stick around. And if you get a bunch of money, it's going to go away unless you're the one doing the spending. What is that? What is that stuckness? And it's also okay, like, let's just acknowledge that it's okay for that feeling of something being off for it to just be a feeling. If it's just a feeling for you, here are a few things you can do to clarify that because that bad, icky feeling that something is off can feel so vague. But the reality is, there's a lot of information in our feelings. So take a second and here's some like, free input on how to process feelings. Um, number one, where do you feel that feeling in your body? If it's, if it's stress, where in your body do you hold stress? Um, for me, it's jaw and shoulders. If it's worry or anxiety or overwhelm, where do you hold that? Um, for me, I hold it in my chest if it's um, confidence or self-worth, where do you hold that? For me, I hold it in my hips. Start noticing what your body is telling you about your emotions and then get even more clear. So we can then ask, okay, what does that feeling that you have in your chest that you would name anxiety, does that have a shape to it? Is it warm? Does it have color to it? Is it moving or is it still? And that kind of helps you understand and put, like make your feelings really clear so that when you feel that off feeling, something's not working, right? We can then get really clear on it. Okay. I'm feeling stress. I know that because when I feel stress, I feel this, this, and this in my physical body. All our, all our emotions are stored in the body anyway. So that's a really good idea to get clear on what's going on for you. It can be a thought that you have, a feeling that you feel, or you might notice a pattern to your actions. But the reality is it probably starts with either thoughts or feelings. So when you want to have a breakthrough, you've, you've got to at least know something's off. And I want to encourage you that if you don't already, which... I kind of think if you're listening to Taylor's podcast, you probably believe that your thoughts and your mindset is vital to your success. So believing that those two things are pretty important to you being able to have a breakthrough. Um, I don't know. Does that make sense? I love that. And I, I really love you going into feeling the feeling in your body because and I think you kind of saw me start to realize that in this past year of like, cause we've had conversations about the chiropractor and stuff. Ah, yes. <laughs> this year has been the first year since having Ruby, right? So since the last 12 months of like realizing that like, oh, these feelings in my body aren't just like random pain. Like they actually can be 
powerful things that are just telling me something. And so going to the chiropractor, taking care of my body, but also like figuring out what those different pains in my body are or pain or just discomfort or tightness or, um, anything, right. It doesn't have to be extreme. Yeah. It's actually telling you something. And I just think our body is really, really receptive when we start to listen to it because, you know, that means that I had been ignoring my body for over 20 years. So <laughs> that's a long time for your body to feel like, why don't you listen to me? Why don't you pay any attention to me? Like we're powerful, but you just ignore me, you yeah. know? I yeah. Love that. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, real quick, if you're loving this episode and you want to make my day, take a quick screenshot, upload it to your Instagram stories and tag me at underscore the Taylor Lee. I literally love seeing you guys pop up in my DMs, getting to say hi to you. Plus it helps other people find the show, which you guys know means the absolute world to me. And then I get to share you with my audience. So it's a win-win. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Okay. Back to the show. Um, and I also think along with that, you know, having some kind of idea of what the problem is that you want to experience a breakthrough around, you have to have a little bit of understanding of the phases of a breakthrough and then understanding what it feels like to be in your comfort zone and out of your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. So I don't know about you, Taylor, but when I'm in my, when I step out of my comfort zone, I know it right away. Do you? Mm Mm-hmm. It feels uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) Ironic. Yeah. (laughs) I really thought I was going to sound really smart saying that. And then I kind of caught it as the words were coming out of my mouth. Like, well, duh. (laughs) But you do. It's like, it's scary. It's uncomfortable. That's when I personally start to think about what other people are going to be thinking. Right? Like, that's when all those thoughts start coming up. When I know I'm about to do something like big. Exactly. Exactly. And I mean, the reality is when we think about how our minds work, we have two parts of our mind, our conscious and our unconscious mind. You can say un or subconscious, same thing. The the conscious mind, it's the part we use right now. It's the part we're thinking with. It's the unconscious, however, is the powerhouse of our mind. And we just until we're introduced to how powerful our unconscious minds are, we just, we're selling ourselves short. And the reality is all information that we experience is recorded in our unconscious mind, whether or not we ever recognize it. Everything you experience, everything in your environment, your mind records it. It's the thing that's recording how your socks feel on your feet right now, or your feet feel on the ground right now. It's the thing that records how your clothes feel on your body, how, <clears throat> how many sounds you're hearing. I, when I, when I consciously think of it, I'm like, I hear three sounds and that's it. <laughs> but in actuality, we take in two and a half 2.3 million bits of information per second through our senses. That's so much. Like, oh my gosh, <laughs> sounds. How is that possible? Um, but our conscious mind is filtered, so we only pay attention to 126 bits of sensory input, things we feel in our senses: hear, see, touch, taste, smell, at a t- and every second. That's a huge difference. 
our unconscious mind is storing all the limiting beliefs and it runs them on autopilot. It is the thing that knows that when you step out of your comfort zone, we need to swerve back. It believes that its primary role is to protect you. So your comfort zone is the highest level of good that your unconscious mind thinks that you can accomplish. But we know as entrepreneurs, as women with a big vision of a big impact in the world, that's just not what we want. And the reality is most of us are operating with, it's almost like if you get a phone, like think about the last time you upgraded your phone and you picked it up out of the box like think about what the first things you did with that phone were. I'm sure that for most of us, we didn't keep our phones the same. <laughs> we started customizing it and, and putting, downloading specific apps, adding new things, learning the new updates, customizing where, that, where we had things. We customized the settings of our phone, our brains the same way. We can customize our brain's penchant to, to look for negativity in the world and swerve us back to our comfort zone. And we can rewire it to see opportunity instead of uh, fear and um, success instead of safety. And that's what, I mean, that's what we're, that's what we want in our conscious mind, that's what we want. But when we don't do that work, that's, that's the unconscious mind self-sabotaging. And that's what self-sabotage is. It's just your unconscious mind at kind of doing its normal thing when you're consciously thinking, why do I do this to myself? Why did I hesitate or procrastinate? I was going to pitch to be on Taylor's podcast and here I am making graphics on Canva again. What did I do? Like, that's you stepping out of your comfort zone. You, your unconscious mind knew what to do and ran the system to get you back into your comfort zone. Not that I would know firsthand. <laughs> <laughs> Just a random example that didn't happen. <laughs> no, nothing. <laughs> I love it. So we want to get out of our comfort zone. It sounds like that's where the growth is. And our mind is just trying to keep us safe by keeping us in the comfort zone, but really it's often holding us back. Absolutely. Absolutely. Especially if you have a dream. Yeah. (laughs) So what do you think? Should we go, what's the best way to support people with this? If they're like, okay, I get this. I see where I'm doing this. I'm ready for a breakthrough. Should we have you run through what the phases look like of the breakthrough um, cycle or you tell me? Yeah, let's do that. I think that'd be super fun. Cool. And I think that most of us are familiar with the idea of the comfort zone. Yeah. Um, that is the first phase of a breakthrough. Oh, perfect. (laughs) That one's easy. So the comfort zone is where we think we're safe, but in reality, it's where we're most uncomfortable, Mm -hmm. which is ironic because of the name, but it's where we really have to deal with the fact that we never achieved what we desired. It's where our dreams die. It's where we never live up to our full potential and it's where we have to stay in kind of like the cesspool of our fear. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. it's, it's easy, but our comfort zone isn't about our comfort. It's about what we're used to, which 
if you have trauma in your life, if you have, um, like if you grew up with terrible relationships, anything like that, that is your comfort zone. That's what you're used to. So your comfort zone isn't comfortable. It's filled with conflict. It's just, mm, it's a suck fest. (laughs) I think that's so important though, to make clear for everyone, because I think sometimes it can be when we're getting a little victim me and we think we deserve what we, what you do, but you think you deserved it by now. It's like, I am uncomfortable and I'm dealing with all this stuff. And it's mm-hmm. like, that's just, it is your comfort zone. Cause it sounds like that's what you're used to. It's what you've been like accepting. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Cool. So when you think about your comfort zone, look for patterns that you've experienced over and over relational patterns, um, patterns with your health patterns, with your, um, thoughts, patterns, with your business patterns, with you, um, as it relates to the themes of productivity, self-sabotage limitation, and look like when's the last time you experienced it? When did you experience it before that? And just trace it back. And notice that these things cycle through and come back, cycle through and come back. These um, comfort zone themes, and we don't realize they're in the comfort zone because they're not fun and they're not comfortable, mm-hmm. but that's not what the comfort zone is about. So the next phase is called the tension phase. And here's what that looks like. So in a practical example, let's say you're building a coaching practice and you are, you're listening to Taylor's podcast and you're loving everything she puts out. Um, hi, me too. (laughs) And she's telling you that there are some things possible for you that you haven't really dared to dream about. And you're looking at the example of her and the people that she has on her podcast. And you're like, oh my gosh, I didn't even realize like how much good I could do in the world and how much I could be compensated for that. I want that. I, I want that. Mm-hmm. So you get out of your comfort zone. You start doing things that make you, make you step onto the stage and grab the mic. You start um, showing up live. You start doing reels and Instagram stories. You start connecting with people, reaching out to people, asking them to somehow connect or network or buy things from you, whatever you're trying, it's stuff that's uncomfortable. So what happens in the tension phase is as we step out, we have this a little bit of a high feeling like an emotional high where we feel really excited Mm -hmm. and we're like, Oh my gosh, I'm going for it. I have this clear vision. I'm doing it. And then as we get into taking the action and seeing it all the way through, we start facing all of those limiting beliefs And we start coming up against where the boundaries are of what we think or what we believe is possible for us. And we start realizing that, oh, what I see is possible for her and the money she's making and the way she's helping people in such a cool way. I I don't think that's possible for me. Like, oh, she can do that because she has an Instagram following. She can do that because she charges X, Y, or Z. And then we think of all these reasons why it's possible for her and not for us. And then we start self-sabotaging. We start um, experiencing tension building. Mm. But what most people get wrong here, and I think this is so important, is most people get wrapped up in the stories of their tension. 
So most people get wrapped up in the impossibility. They have relational drama come up, money drama come up, things go wrong in their lives, and they might have tech problems. That's really common as the tension builds in your life and you're about to have a breakthrough. And instead of seeing it for what it is, all it is, is you up-leveling and the old things, the things that aren't for you, you either have a chance to invite those things up to a new level with you, or they're not meant for you and they fall out of your life. Whether that's relationships, patterns of communication, um, money drama, or you know whatever it is that's personal to you. And we get wrapped up in the drama. You know, you have an argument with somebody you love and you get really wrapped up in that specific thing and how you feel about it. When the reality is you can kind of look at your life from a bird's eye view and see what's happening. Wow. All of the drama building up, all of the tension building up, I think some good things are coming. And I think if you can start having that point of view in the middle of your personal growth and understand, wow, I'm putting myself out there. I'm really proud of myself and all the drama and tension that's building. I think that's a reason. Mm -hmm. There's a reason for that. And start viewing it as like, ooh, some good stuff is about to unfold because the drama coming up, it can't come up unless you're ready to deal with it. Remember, your unconscious mind is meant to meant to decide what you're aware of and what you're not that 126 bits like how do you know what what you're focusing on it's because your unconscious mind decides and what happens in the tension phase when you choose to stay focused and go i'm i am about to have a breakthrough i'm about to have a a big huge breakthrough in my finances in my income whatever it is that you want your unconscious mind is going to see, wow, she's listening to these um, personal and business growth podcasts. She's reading books. She's educating herself. She's um, she is journaling. She's doing all these things. And like, I'm seeing this. I think she's ready to deal with this. And so it'll bring things into your awareness and match you to opportunities to up level in all areas of your life. So next time you notice this, you, your physical health takes a dip. You, you get sick. You feel under the weather. It's usually about 24 hours. Tech stuff goes wrong. Um, you feel energetically, emotionally really low. Um, and you start having all these things happen. You're about to have a breakthrough. And the way that you make sure you have the breakthrough is to stay focused. You guys, I am so excited to announce that we have a few spots open right now in the inner circle, which is my high level mastermind for women who are ready to create their quarter of a million dollar year and beyond. So if you are one of my six figure badass listeners and you are so ready for 20K months and beyond, then my mastermind, the inner circle is for you and is proven to help women get there. You will get access to my quarter of a million dollar coach training program, unlimited group boxer access with me. I'm in there every day, Monday through Friday, 
talking to the women, which means you're gonna learn from other women's questions. You're always gonna have some type of motivational audio clip in there from me to really keep you inspired and, and motivated and focused and working on the right things, most importantly, and two group Zoom calls a month. We keep this container to 12 women max, so every question you put in Voxer is guaranteed to get answered, and if you show up for those Zoom calls, you are guaranteed time on that call to talk to me on video face to face and work through whatever it is you need planning your month planning your launch getting in the right mindset shifting your mindset um strategizing how to make more sales all the things that i know you guys want help with plus that training program i mentioned literally lays out step by step how i went from six figures to multiple six figures everything from the business model to the pricing to the lead generation and the audience growth and the the content and the selling and the automation and everything that you are going to need so if this is you if you're making six figures and you are so ready for more, then you can go to thetaylorlee.com slash inner circle to apply. And after you apply, I will be in touch via email or on Instagram DM um, to chat with you about getting started and we can get you onto our next call and into our Voxer chat and into that training program and slaying your quarter of a million, maybe half a million dollar year. I love this. Like I already knew this, but you're such a genius with this stuff. <laughs> and you really put words to something that I've been even noticing. It, 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 like you talking about this, the tension phase is, feels very synchronistic for me because I've been noticing mentioning this to my clients recently, probably because we're in the beginning of a new month and a new year, right? Still early on in the year. And that thing you mentioned about that, like, hi, I have been thinking about that so much, talking about it so much because we set these big goals. We start to see what's possible and we, it's, I kind of explain it where it's like, I'm doing this. I'm going to slay this month. Like we're so pumped up. And then as soon as stuff starts to look like it's not working, that's when a lot of people quit and they're like, okay, it's not possible for me. Okay. I'll try next month. We start focusing on how much time has gone by. So thank you for just putting words around that. Cause I've, I've been like, that's come through for me recently, a huge realization around that. And that is, uh, that is so important. Everyone take that in because we all go through that. And I definitely can see listening to you share this, how the times that I have gone to the next level are when I have, for whatever reason, been crazy enough to say, okay, it looks like it's not working, but I'm going to still go for it. And I'm going to keep my head in the game. And the times where I don't is when I think either it's obviously not, um, for me, or I'll try again next month. <laughs> it's, it's too late now. All this stuff has gone wrong. There's no way I'm going to, I'm going to hit the goal. So it sounds like that's exactly what you're explaining here. And I just, I love it. I'm mind blown. I love it. So thank you. Yeah. And I think with the tension phase, it's, it's like setting a monthly money goal, like you said. And then when you get to that point where it feels like things aren't working, you have two choices. You either calibrate yourself and your identity to the circumstance, like because a circumstance is happening this way, that informs who I am and what's possible for me, which hi, that's so messed up. Don't yeah. do that to yourself. We, but that's, that's what we do to play small. 
Or alternatively, we calibrate the circumstances to the truth of who we are. And because I believe in me, I believe in the impact I'm making, and I believe that there are a bunch of reasons that this will work out, that this circumstance is neutral. And I get to view it as neutral. It's not good or bad. It doesn't, it doesn't predict a foreboding future unless I give it that power. But we always have the choice. And the more we're at cause for how we think in the middle of circumstances that seem unlikely for us, the more we rise above our circumstances. Our circumstances were never meant to define us. And I think that's something I personally learned during quarantine over the past year. Mm-hmm. It was something that I, I sought as a personal um, opportunity And I thought, well, I know that my thoughts become the things and events of my life. And right now life is really hard. Um, There's a bunch of things happening in the world, in my personal life that feel like doom and gloom Mm -hmm. for like out into infinity. Like, I don't know when this is going to end. Right. And it was then that I was like, okay, well, if I really believe this now is the most obvious time to see if it's true. And I started testing my own theory. And it was then that I decided I can always rise above my circumstances, right? And I started creating five-figure months. I paid off um, almost $20,000 in debt. And I created some things that had been on my personal vision board for a long time. And I started seeing like, oh, that is actually true. I can I can always rise above my circumstances. So if you hold that belief in the tension phase, you've got it. You're going to, you're going to have a breakthrough. I love it. And I just want to say this, you, you said this while you were saying all of that earlier, that the drama that you come up against would not be coming up unless you were ready to handle it. And I just wanted to requote you on that because that was so powerful when you said that it's, you can handle it. You can get through it. You're, it's not doom. <laughs> so yeah. I love it. So is there a phase three? What's next after we get through this tension phase? <laughs> well, there is a phase that we would like to avoid. <laughs> tension is not great, but it's just inevitable. Yeah. The next part is optional. And this is the part where humans differ from the natural world completely. Um, so the next phase, phase three is the breaking point. Mm. nobody wants to talk about this one and here's the thing it's because we think we have a breakdown and that's not that's not the truth it can be and for me I've experienced breakthroughs that came from a breakdown um where a lot of things went wrong and it was really really hard but is it that's not the way it always is that's just you get what's tailor-made for you um so the breaking point, let's just think about the natural world for a second. When we watch flowers bloom, so I live in uh, Wisconsin and we have so much snow right now, but I know in the next like about month, month and a half, it's going to start melting and we're going to be going outside every day looking for our plants to be coming up through the dirt. The breakthrough method or the breakthrough cycle is just like what we see in the natural world, plants come up every year. Um, plants come back, come, break through their seed, then they break through the dirt, 
and then they set buds and they break through the buds and they go into full bloom. And the beautiful thing about this is, I think there's a quote, um, a quote on this. I don't know what it is offhand, to be honest with you, but just saying like a flower blooms without wondering if it's too much for the other flowers. And that's, that's the way it's supposed to be. We're supposed to go into full bloom of our natural giftings, our natural beauty, but we don't. We're the only part of the human, of the natural world that chooses at the breaking point, whether we're going to break through or whether we're not going to, whether we're going to snap back to our comfort zone. And the reality is if we saw that happening in the natural world, if we were walking in the forest and we saw these plants that were like stuck in their, like they were starting to unfurl, starting to bloom and they stuck and withered, we would know what, that's a huge problem. (laughs) That is not, something's off. But for us, we think that's okay. Like that's normal. Like I just need to tuck myself back into the comfort zone. I'm saying, no, we deserve better than that. And we deserve to honor ourselves in achieving our full bloom. So the breaking point is more like a decision point. It's where we decide if we have a breakthrough. And this can look like staying focused in the midst of the drama. Um, Or it can just look like supporting yourself energetically as you process that physical up-leveling. Because a breakthrough is a very physical process. Um, Usually there are a few signs that tell you at the breaking point or decision point that a breakthrough is coming. So I've mentioned a few of them before, but usually right before a breakthrough, as you're acclimating to, you know, a higher vibration, you might experience a dip in your energy. You might experience conflict. You might experience some kind of a breakdown in your life. If you see a sign of a breakdown in your life, whether you pass an accident on the road, you have some kind of like physical altercation. Um, one time I was at, I was in the middle of a massive breakthrough. Um, my son was about two months old. I went to check on him at 5.45 in the morning. He was good. I decided to go out on a walk and I fell down the stairs and sprained my foot. Um, and I knew what was happening. So in the middle of that process, I, I just, I kept thinking, oh my gosh, I can't wait to see what's happening. I can't wait to see what's happening. And it was shortly thereafter that I started creating the breakthrough method. So big thing happened right after that. So at that breaking point, phase three, that's where most people give up. And this is your invitation to keep going. Now, here's what keep going means, and here's what it doesn't mean. (laughs) It means stay focused, and it means listen to yourself and support your physical body, support your emotions, support your energy, support your well-being. Boundaries are are a good thing to have as a resource here. Most people, though, think keep going means power through, grind, hustle, keep working because something good is coming. I need to perform and burn out. Um, That's giving up, actually. (laughs) So everything that we think about performance and productivity uh, is probably backwards. I'm of the belief that 
you supporting your physical, mental, and emotional health and well-being is productivity, is a breakthrough, is what it takes for you to be full bloom successful. It's not an effort for a flower to bloom. It's, it just does. That's just who it is, what it is. We can do the same. So that's the, that's the breaking point. It's this point where people think the tension has gotten too uncomfortable for me. What am I going to do about it? Most people go back to their comfort zone through self-sabotage and getting wrapped up in the, in the actual events that are happening in their lives that they don't like. Maybe they had that, that like they got sick. And so they started believing something was wrong with them and going to the doctor and getting tests done and really getting wrapped up in this health story when, while I'm not a medical professional, and I think that you need to take care of yourself in the way that you want to. I think it changes everything to believe that good things are happening and good things are unfolding and staying focused in that way. So that's the breaking point. And right after that, phase four is a breakthrough. And a breakthrough is usually a moment of realization where you realize not just what you were believing, a limiting belief that you were holding, but you might also realize why you were believing it and you'll suddenly recognize how deeply untrue it is because you've up-leveled your identity. And so you know that you're no longer available to play trade-offs with what you want in life and play this kind of chess game of I'll move here and I'll get this, but I have to give up this. And that is a beautiful stage. Now, for most people who go through a breakthrough, they have this moment of awareness, they feel this surge of energy afterward, and they feel proud of themselves. But if they're not careful, and if they don't continue to support themselves, physically, mentally, emotionally, all of it, um, that's another opportunity to go back to old habits. Because after a breakthrough, it's time to solidify that new identity that you've got for yourself. So challenging old thoughts that come up and things that say that, okay, so let's use the money example again. Um, you're about halfway through the month and you had this money goal and it's not looking like it's happening. Oh, shoot. And you notice you're aware now that the thoughts that naturally came up were, oh shoot, I don't know. What if it doesn't happen again? What if it doesn't happen? And now you have an opportunity because you broke through and you understood that you always got to rise above your circumstances or whatever the specific message for you was. Now you have to change your thoughts actively every time you notice disempowered thinking and trade that out for empowered thoughts. So this is where oftentimes people like to use things like affirmations, things like that. Um, I have another, I have another option. I think that you should try and it's in take that thought you just had that was really disempowering and challenge it gently. And here's what I mean by that. What if it doesn't happen Um, what if I don't hit my money goal? That's the disempowered thought. Oh no, I'm a failure. I like, why can I never hit my goals? Instead of saying, 
I'm a person who always hits her goals. I'm a person who always um, achieves her money goal. Money comes easily to me. All this stuff, which they're lovely things, but if you don't believe them yet, they just make things worse in your unconscious mind because it'll go, no, that's not true. I will prove to you it's not true. Here's all the self-sabotage. So instead, try adding, try thinking of um, a thought that's ideal or empowering to you. Um, it could be an opposite thought of what you were thinking or just something that's really ideal for you and add the term, add the phrase, what if to the beginning of it. So instead of money comes, money is always coming easily to me. I have more than enough for everything I need or something lovely like that. Try adding what if to the beginning of it instead. So say, what if money came easily to me? How would I feel right now? I don't know about you, but I feel a physical difference in my body when I add that. It feels so much gentler. I feel so much more open to thinking about that and then pursuing that possibility. And that's the work of a breakthrough. And that's where most people give up. They, they, like, to, they like to have it easy. They think that they did the work and it's done now. And it's not. This is your life's work. You becoming the best version of yourself. So that's, that's the breakthrough. And then if you continue to do the work, you are playing at a new level. You stay in an up-leveled state. And that's what most of us want. It's just that the way to get there is changing our thoughts, trading out our thoughts, trying on new thoughts, and then um, letting things be easy, choosing the path of least resistance instead of efforting our way to the results that we desire. So that's, I mean, those are the five phases of a breakthrough. I love this. Wow. And I love too how this just puts it into perspective. Like, I mean, if we were to talk about content, right? Like Stephanie, you know about me. I love when content makes people just think you're reading their mind. And I think that this is that type of podcast episode where people are going to be like, wait, other people feel like this? Because I, I'm sure, I'm sure you would agree, but like, I bet it can feel very lonely <laughs> when you're going oh, through yeah. the breakthrough cycle, because I feel like I'm the crazy one when I'm going through it. But the way you put it, it's like, oh, we all actually do go through this. This is completely normal. It is the way it works. It's the cycle. So when you're in it, I find that that can help me like, no, I'm not crazy. No, I'm not just like not destined for this. Like this is how it goes. And this is, and it's cool too now to be able to be like, okay, and this is what phase I'm in. You can see yourself getting closer and closer. Yeah, exactly. And sometimes that's so reassuring when things feel not great in life to know that like, this is, this is good stuff unfolding for me. Yeah. And I also love to where saying like, this is your life's work because it goes back to what we mentioned in the very beginning of, um, it's not one and done. You're going to have these big breakthroughs and these big realizations. And then you're going to go back through the breakthrough cycle. And I find too, like, even when you've done something once or twice, you still go through the breakthrough cycle to create it again. And I think it gets easier, but it's really reassuring to know that it's normal. Yeah. It really is. I love it. I, this is perfect. I'm like, I don't know. There's no other questions. I love it. You made it so clear. So 
I guess what I have to say is thank you so much for this. Absolutely. It's a pleasure. So for people that are listening, their minds are blown. They probably see that they're in a breakthrough cycle right now. I bet most people listening to this and they're really resonating with you and the way you teach. Where should they come follow you to learn more? Oh my gosh. Let's hang out on Instagram. Um, DM me. I'm, I'm always in the DMs. And then you can always read up I have blog posts and um, I have some free trainings and things like that on my website, which is www.breakthroughmethod.co. C-O. Um, so come hang out with me there and um, sign up for my training called the Break How to Make Your Breakthrough Board. Because that's going to talk about how to use this breakthrough cycle and create your breakthrough whenever you want. I love it. I just, I love that about you. You have so many like tools up your sleeve (laughs) to help people. So everyone go follow her on Instagram, go check out her site and her training. We'll link everything in the show notes too. So it's really easy. But, um, I just know like every time we talk, I'm like, Oh my God, she's so smart. She's such a genius. (laughs) Oh my gosh. You make me feel so good. Thank you. Cool. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I know that you enjoyed it and I will see you guys next week. Bye. Real quick before you go, if this episode gave you value, got you inspired, or has you feeling more confident than ever about your big goals, can you do me a quick favor and go leave a review? It would mean the absolute world to me and it helps other powerhouse women just like you find this show, which is truly the best gift that you could ever give me. So thank you in advance for leaving a five-star review. Have a great week and I'll talk to you soon.